Well, I think that uh, if you look at it like this, I think King Kong mm-hmm. is actually a lizard person. Ooh. Oh, I mean, that that I can see where you're coming from. What, what I what I think is more relevant is that Godzilla breath has been proven to melt steel beams. God mm. damn it, you guys. This podcast is filling our heads with garbage. Running fossils, kill off it. It's futuristic, like Carnac the Magnificent. Rewind your VCR, rewind your cook cassette. Nintendo pilots, boss, flying up ahead. Captain's log, Charlie God. Three, two, one, march. I, I loved that at the beginning of the movie, the title card sort of, uh, for lack of a better <laughs> comparison, the Reign of Fire opening sequence where they, yeah. give, where they give you a bunch of, like they try to cram details about previous oh, movies into that. one yeah. movie. And it was all so fucking silly. It was. I was laughing it, the whole it time. It was like a March Madness Final Four tournament. And at the end, <laughs> it was like defeated, 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 defeated. Kong versus Godzilla as the two <laughs> that have made it out of this tur- this bracket that the monsters yeah. organized for themselves. <laughs> Amazing. It, oh, I, that so set good. the tone in such a good way. And I was like, yep, rev, rev, here we go, baby. <laughs> Which is also what I say when I go to church. Oh. Hmm. Rev, rev, here we go, baby. Uh, Welcome to Contextual Deviants. <laughs> I stole hey, fuck it. it. You want to do it? You want to do the show? Yeah, give me the pants. I'll put them on. The fucking shit, <laughs> this is our Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah. Oh, fun. Hey, welcome to Contextual Deviants. My name's Christian Hagen, and I have two best friends, and their names are Godzilla and King Kong. Is this how it usually goes? <laughs> Yeah, more or less. Sort of, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> oh, um, hello! Thank you for because I was made in a lab. Mm, <laughs> very true. Only a specimen mm. as you could have been made in a lab. Welcome <laughs> to Contextual Deviants. My name is Christian Hagen. Each episode, we watch a movie and then we talk about it through a series of randomly generated critical contexts given to us via our contextual computer. That's going to lead us on a whole bunch of different pathways and and travels we're going to go to different parts of the world critically speaking uh and guiding us on that tour will be a robot and joining me on this adventure into the hollow earth are my dearest friends and co-host hosts misters matthew bond hello and david gutchy i'm the king kong one. Oh, okay well you are the hairiest yeah mm-hmm. and the chestiest oh hmm. <laughs> Okay. I just feel like that was a really important part of him, of his whole deal. His tits? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, for this week... <laughs> so, folks, this episode, we... We are doing our second film of 2021. What a year. Uh, the newly released HBO Max original that will eventually be leaving HBO Max and then be... You know, whatever. It's Godzilla <laughs> versus Kong. 
the two biggest movie monsters of all time punching the shit out of each other. Are they uh, like physically? Are they the biggest? Uh, somebody did a compare. Well, no, because <laughs> like, no. Well, this Kong is the biggest version of Kong that's been out for sure. Yeah. Oh, and that's cool to know. I'm trying yeah. to think of the. I saw a comparison of the various Godzillas, and I think the 2014 <laughs> one was the biggest one. Yeah. I love I love that sliding scale, baby. Who knows? How <laughs> yeah. You know, diets change and your your body yeah. fluctuates. Yeah, you know? yeah. we don't know o- old Hollow Earth God things probably <laughs> change in different ways than I do. Yeah. yeah. Listen, if you can explain to me the size of Kong, then you should also be able to explain to me what happened when he put that axe in the floor in the throne room of this movie and it created a glowing symbol of Godzilla around him, which was cool as shit. No idea what it was. Cool as shit. I'll tell you what it was, but later. Okay, thank (laughs) thank you. That's a good tease. Folks, listen up for that. David had an idea this episode. David, you said you would like to summarize this movie in one sentence. Can you do it? Well, it's hard to say. Can you say. summarize enough of this movie in one sentence to feel comfortable saying that you've done that? I can give I can give you one sentence that summarizes, I think, pretty much better than any IMDb. Ooh, okay. IMDb. And just so we know that it's one long sentence, can you just say the word comma out loud when there should be a comma? You got it, bud. You got <laughs> Thank it. You. If there's a semicolon in there. <laughs> Godzilla versus Kong. A bunch of scientists trick King Kong into going underground so they can pair the planet's core with Godzilla via Bluetooth, which makes him 420 blaze it and blast a hole down for King Kong to jump through so they can have a big showdown, and it ends in the big monkey hero falling unconscious while some other people sneak around and learn things that are pretty much exclusively plot adjacent until they discover a big robot Godzilla that doesn't work until evil scientists put Godzilla ghosts in it, War Machine Godzilla fights regular Godzilla until small human ASL friend wakes kong up convinces him that the saruman style fires of industry are the true enemy and the monkey lizard team up of our dreams finally occurs wow wow yeah that was wow that was this movie damn david take a drink (laughs) damn david take a drink after that damn wow yeah sip that wine yeah you deserved it (laughs) i earned it yeah. <laughs> that one. Uh, wow. Uh, unconscious, by the way. That you're welcome. Thank yeah. you. When he fell Beautiful. down, I immediately was like, he's unconscious. <laughs> I was like, well, I have to put that in the episode somewhere. I was a little confused when Godzilla blew that hole in the ground because they had already established yeah. that they were going into the center of the hollow earth where gravity would reverse, which they showed, and it was hilarious. Uh-huh. Uh, and then Godzilla blows that hole, and I'm like, is he on the opposite side of the earth? Are we to then believe that yeah. King Kong has then jumped from one end of the earth to the other mm-hmm. through the core because of the yep. like fluctuating gravity and is totally fine? <laughs> He's totally cool. He's down. He's fine. It's great. It's yeah, beautiful. Yeah. It I, really I, was disorienting when I realized that they were saying that. <laughs> what you just said. I was like, oh, I guess that's what's happening. Cool. I'm in. Oh, man. The Hollow Earth stuff is so confusing. But it I, I, truly is. Again, I don't think this movie takes place on Earth. <laughs> mm, little Earth. Maybe I think little, it takes place little. on another planet that they also mm. call Earth mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. other like similar Earth things, but yeah. it's got a completely different physics. Yeah. A completely different <laughs> layout, obviously. Yeah, I like different that theory. Ge- geology, geography. It's a anyway. good theory. Thanks. Thanks, man. Yeah. yeah. So you that's... know what, guys? 
now that David has set this up with the, sorry, you say what you were going to say. Well, I, I was just going to say, I think that it's helpful for us to sort of give a little rundown because if some folks out there haven't seen it yet, but want to, and for some reason, which I understand this is gold that we're sitting on right here. They want to listen to this podcast before watching the movie. That's awesome. And I'm glad you're here to do that. I recommend watching it and then coming back to this podcast, but you do you. Yeah. And you got probably when this comes out, you got two weeks to watch it on HBO max mm, before it goes true. away. Get in there. That's true. Yep. Get in it. We can, you can, you can do this. You can, you can, you can do this. <laughs> we believe uh, in you. David, can you just real quick reread the part about hooking up to the earth via Bluetooth? Cause I, <laughs> I loved that. And I had a really hard, a bunch of scientists trick King Kong into going underground so that they can uh-huh. pair the planet's core with Godzilla via Bluetooth, which makes him 420 blaze it and blast a hole for King Kong to jump through. It's okay, 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 okay. That made wow. me understand the movie probably better than the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah, I guess otherwise I can't really say why he like, did that thing. Why the- was that happening? Like, that was why what actually made me realize that I wanted to write a summary. I was like... Why did they do this? And the only thing I could think of is that they wanted Godzilla to be mad. <laughs> like, that was it. That's all I could think of. Oh my God. Like, I don't get it. <sighs> so this is what my one sentence was going to be. Okay. Uh, Furry Boy fights Scaly Boy until they both fight Metal Boy. Mm. That's amazing. Mm. Succinct. It's true, though. Yeah. All of it's true. It's See, that, that's why I love this idea. Because, like... <laughs> Especially with weird ass movies, it, there's so many ways to like sum them up. But I, I, I love a, I love a quick one. <laughs> okay, that's my tender Ooh. bio. All right, here's an here's an abstract summary. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so sit down. <laughs> Sorry, go go on. You were doing one. <laughs> <laughs> Various scientists, military experts, teenagers, podcasters, and conspiracy <laughs> theories all work together in order to venerate the past against the technological advancements of the future that threaten to create a dominance that will uh, take over the natural world in favor of robots and human-controlled machines. And they use the uh, two biggest natural creatures they can find to uh to achieve that goal through various circumstances i fucked yeah, up by the yeah, end but you know what yeah. i'm saying yeah, yeah i like that that's that's a good like thematic overview yeah yes yeah. yeah because everyone in the movie is in their own way if you think about it as uh, i thought of it as kong and godzilla as future and past but then when mecha godzilla came up i was mm-hmm. like oh here we go mm-hmm. i see now and this, so did they this, they were yes. they were like wait <laughs> I see now. <laughs> yeah. It's this shit. We're not future of past. It's this guy. It's this guy. Uh, you know, they're ancient enemies, but they're ancient. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, but we're not ancient enemies. We're ancient friends. <laughs> so let's do a context, I guess, is yeah. my point. That seems like a good point to me. Real quick. Um, do you think we're going to get the sequel uh, that was promised, like... 20 years ago where we finally see Denzel and King Kong face off because <laughs> apparently King Kong ain't got nothing on him uh well no okay no <laughs> no, no. asked and answered alright end the call <laughs> you know what honestly if these movies become big enough they could try to get Denzel in there that would be pretty fun <laughs> yeah if Denzel gets big enough he could just fight yeah. King Kong and Godzilla. <laughs> 
Yeah, Denzella versus Kong. Yes, if he physically becomes large enough to fight yeah. King Kong. Yeah, that could totally happen. <sighs> you know what? I'm going to do it. If you had to put an anthropomorphic animal somewhere in this movie, where would, where would you put it? Now, obviously, we've got some kaiju we're working with uh-huh, here. Yeah. My point would be, let's try and think of where you would put an anthropomorphized animal that interacts with the human characters mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and is not like giant yep. monster sized. Yep. Yep. Okay, so my first question is is Godzilla and you know what and Kong are either of them what you would consider anthropomorphic animals? Because I think some of their facial expressions were but I wouldn't I wouldn't say that about Kong as readily as Godzilla. Because Kong, like, that's just how an ape's face can look. Like, that's fine. Like, all of the stuff that he does is stuff that ape does. Like, that wasn't out of character. But well, Godzilla felt like he smiled a little bit too much to be a regular lizard. He's like, a big smiley lizard. He, he, had, like, he had some, like, I'm going to narrow my eyes and turn around. Well, and like, some surprised looks, too. Yeah, yeah, and some surprised looks. Like, lizards don't have that. Come on now. <laughs> so I think maybe I could make an argument that Godzilla is slightly anthropomorphic. Not not, not totally. Absolutely. Not I was going to make the exact opposite argument, actually, because, really? because Kong, obviously, he does a lot of facial features. And, of course, we are mm-hmm. all derived from a common ancestor yeah. uh, who fought in a great war against the Godzillas. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, was Kong, it was King Kong's dad. Yeah, It was King Kong's dad. <laughs> Donkey. Uh, King Kong Un. Um, <laughs> it was uh, what's that guy's name? Lanky Kong. I think it was Lanky Kong. It was dad. <laughs> it was Funky Kong. Was just <laughs> oh, Funky shit! Yeah, you're right. Sorry, I got my I got my timelines mixed up. And his brother Diddy. Mm. Wasn't um, there a grandpa one? Yeah. yeah what's old, the old Kong? Probably grandpa or like. It's probably grandpa. Kong. Uh, wait, cranky, cranky Kong. Cranky Kong. Uh, Fuck man, cranky Kong. What a good joke. <laughs> For folks who haven't seen it, this is all from Kong Skull Island. Yep. yep. Um, but uh, <laughs> uh, but I was gonna say because like you know obviously we he's ape like so he's got the different facial features and stuff. Mm-hmm. But he also uses tools as demonstrated yeah. by the literal axe, the axe. that apparently his so giant cool. ancestors created. Yeah. Dog. Which means that like Kong is not only like a giant version of an ape; he's a slightly evolved version yeah, of a giant ape. That's awesome. His ancestors created tools and a giant throne that he yeah. could sit on. I think he created that. Just for oh, him. You think just, just for, for him. him, yeah. I think he made <laughs> Down it. in the hollow earth. Just for him. He's got so much time on his hands. Kong, just for him. Aww. Oh yeah, has this, he has a little butt groove on his throne. <laughs> so nice. It's like he sits down and he's like, ah there it is. It's <laughs> like your favorite chair. Right <laughs> so I think maybe there's an argument to be made then for both of them being marginally anthropomorphic, but nowhere near a character from our favorite movie over the hedge or something like that. <laughs> Everyone's uh, favorite movie yeah. over the hedge. Our I mean by our I mean humanity. Societies, yeah. Over the yeah. Yeah, society as we've all agreed, everybody <laughs> took a poll and it came down to tournament style, just like the opening of this movie, March Madness Bracket, <laughs> came down to over the hedge in the B movie, and we all voted and it did marginally come out to be over the hedge. So Wow. Here yeah. we are. Oddly oddly for this podcast, 
it is like our number one favorite movie of this podcast with Bruce Willis. Yeah. Which is crazy because yeah. we watch Die Hard like every week. Which was it's a true. separate bracket that we, we did. We have watched so much Die Hard. For yeah. This podcast. But over the hedge, that's that's the Bruce Willis <laughs> yeah. vehicle that we, uh, we subscribe to. I forgot to. Bruce Willis did a voice yeah. in that. He was the heart and soul of that movie, Christian. How did you But speaking of things that have hearts and souls, let's consider an anthropomorphic animal. Anthropomorphic animal. Okay. Um, so, so here's here, here's my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Give we've we've got we've got giant monkey. Mm-hmm. We've got giant lizard. Yeah, we've got giant robot lizard. Yeah, what's the other family of animals? Giant bats. <laughs> so like, let's think of an yeah. animal that's not one of those. Spider. That's normal size. Okay, but a good one. No, spiders that, are cool. No, let's do it. Let's do one that doesn't scare me. Moose, please. Okay. You want to? Yeah. You want to put or a horse? Moose? Do you want it what to do you be think? Nor- like, pick. I'm thinking pick like right now. No, I'm forcing you. Pick right now. Horse or moose? <laughs> horse, horse. You're putting horse, horse on me. Horse or moose? You're for- yeah. I'm, you're forcing I'm, this horse on me. I'm horsing it. Okay. Or moose. Or moose. Or moose. Uh, you know what? Just for I, variety's sake, I'm going to vote moose. Yeah, Sam. All right. Fair enough. I'm going to vote for for horse because it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, well, think, that's two to yeah. one. You're like, outvoted. It's moose. I think the three kinds of animals. Well, no, the four. But you you said spiders. No, no, five. There are five kinds of animals. Write this down, everyone. There are five okay. kinds of animals. Mm-hmm. Monkey kind, lizard mm-hmm. kind, mm-hmm. Uh, creepy crawly kind, mm-hmm. robot kind, mm-hmm. and cloppy kind. <laughs> and I think you know which category every animal fits into. If you think that you figured out that there's one that's not in there, come at me because you're wrong. Uh, and I think birds, clop- cloppy kind would be good. Oh, you're right. Fuck me. <laughs> There's <six. laughs> Well, you can take out robots if you wanted to. <laughs> no, we can't take okay. out robots. All right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Who else who, who right. else would convince the monkey types and the lizard types to join forces? Precisely. But it's but all a, it's That's an evolutionary true. role. It's so This important. is what Pokemon is about. Exactly. Ah. Yes. <laughs> Cloppy type is weak against Flappy type. <laughs> so yeah you're right there are six and flappy type is a very important type and i'm really sorry yeah. to all the bird people Thank out you. there you Thank could you. make the argument that floppy and flappy type are separate and that fish are separate enough from lizards but that's beside the point there are 6.5 mm. kinds of animals <laughs> and i think one that runs around on four legs would be pretty fun an anthropomorphic horse very exciting what about the horse from over the garden wall what's he doing could he be in mm. this movie uh, he's probably still working for that tea company. That's true. Mm. He's, got, he's got a good tea job. I don't know if he wants true. to give that up. He does have a good tea job. <laughs> and he's spooked mm. by ghosts. I can't imagine what would happen if he saw a giant monster. That's true. Maybe he just has a fear of the supernatural, though. So are mm. you thinking... It, let's, let's put a moose in this movie. Let's do it. Okay. Let's put if you give moose. a moose to Godzilla versus Kong. <laughs> An anthropomorphic moose. That's the thing, is it has to be anthropomorphized. So it has oh. to be walking on two legs. Oh it has God. to be able to talk. What? Okay. Oh. I have a thought. I'm ready. So I would, I would first of all put this anthropomorphized creature with the kids. Mm. Um, so that could be more of a classic child adventure with Definitely. an anthropomorphized Love the idea of a moose breaking sort. into a high-tech facility. Very fun. Very <laughs> See, fun. super fun. And then I was thinking that we'd take a page out of the uh, Mario Brothers movie. <gasps> Always a good <gasps> idea. <laughs> um, and 
we have it be one of the skull crawlers like you know those little lizard things that like Kong fights but it's one that's like that was a human experimented on to like kind of split the genes okay and so it's just actually like a nice person that's just kind of also a skull crawler that helps them break in the facility because that's good the facility backwards and front here's the best part of that you can tie it into the plot so easily because, of course, Bernie, the guy who has a podcast about all of the weird Titan stuff that goes on in the world, knows where that guy thing being yeah. lives and maybe even is friends with them because, like, he'd done research and maybe had him on his podcast before. Like that. You know. Wait, so are we assuming that this, this <laughs> human skullcrawler hybrid is just... Hanging out yeah, in the world. Out. <laughs> He's I mean, so like is a, Godzilla, apparently. He works at a subway. He's a sandwich artist. In a world that can have the CNN ticker headline, Godzilla <laughs> no longer monster Jesus or whatever it no is. No longer Titan savior, but very okay, close. Sure. Uh, but Yours a, is funnier. In a world that can have that, of course you can go in subway and see a weird clicky guy. Like, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I like this. Yeah. What if they like spliced his DNA with like yeah. Gilbert Godfried, the actor, oh, um, like in uh, in so canon? It has, canon and so it in has the Gilbert movie. Godfried's voice, <laughs> and that's how we get Gilbert Godfried in for yes. this movie. Finally, the studio Finally. has an excuse to get Gilbert Godfried, <laughs> who refuses to be in these movies. Famous. Hello. Famously oh my god, it's Kong! I can't do a good Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> Honestly, that was good enough do. for me to know how good it would be to have Gilbert in this series. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, I like, I like that or, a lot. It feels or like we a, just like... Oh, oh sorry. It just feels uh, like a really good way of using Apex and the science and all of the experimentation to excuse something that would almost always otherwise be magical realism like yeah. an anthropomorphic animal in quotes i think that's the that's the easiest way to get there mm-hmm. and we could uh i mean if we also wanted to just replace a character that's already that's already in it we could have mm-hmm. it be julian dennison's character is that skull crawler human Ooh, hybrid yeah that is, <laughs> and that he's just friends too. with millie bobby brown's character yeah. like because she'd be into it too she'd be his friend yeah yeah. yeah, she already Ooh. dealt with Godzilla in a previous. Mm-hmm. Well, well, never mind. There were no other movies before. This. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's, I, we haven't kept that rule in a long time. So yes, you're, thank you for observing. Um, observing. Twist on that idea. Mm-hmm. What if it's the guy who hosts the podcast? That'd be oh my. God. And they don't know Ooh, that. They yeah. think it's just a dude. They track yeah. him down. That's it turns good. out he's a monster. That's, That's how he yes. knows all this shit. I love yes. it. So it, it we wait better, probably yes. later in the movie to see the guy like to have the reveal of who he is you hear him on the podcast a lot mm-hmm. and these two kids are listening to him all the time and then they finally go to his house and it's like who's it gonna be and it's this like half human half monster guy oh that's awesome that's yeah so that's really fun who's hosting this podcast and then it explains why he like drinks bleach and stuff <laughs> and it's like it's just part of his actual diet it's part of his actual diet <laughs> yeah, and, so, and so he's like oh wait you do you're Oh no! Don't do that. That you can't do that. <laughs> That's for no, me. That's for me. It's for me. <laughs> That's a me thing. What have my That's listeners really been good. doing? <laughs> He's horrified. <laughs> oh God! I should have been way clearer. About that. <laughs> this this half human, half monster genetic hybrid who hosts a podcast. <laughs> But then oh also has the harmonica like the guy from uh, Mario. <laughs> That's how you know he's the good guy. Yeah, it's because he's got the harmonica. <laughs> so good. 
that was canonically Toad, I believe. That was Toad in the Super Mario Brothers movie oh, who was turned God. into a Goomba. Um, that's that's too much for me to take right now. <laughs> yeah, I can't think about that movie too much. Yeah, <laughs> the only other thing I could maybe think of is like like if there was like a bird, like a like a like a chatty bird that could hang out with like Rebecca yeah. Hall and stuff. Or here's another Ooh, one that I was that's thinking not about. Bad. That's not bad. So the Hollow Earth is stupid, but it's also great because it's an entire world that exists inside of You're our right. world that technically connects to our world that we could li- that could literally have anything, anything. including mm-hmm. including some evolved animal species yeah. that maybe has knows everything about Kong's species and like watches over that temple with the big monkey door so that like <laughs> only the monkey people can get into it and Kong is like the last of the monkey people yeah, yeah, or whatever they, he's a, he's the Kong he's, he's Kong the, he's the Kong. Kong baby and so when Kong opens Nobody it up bows there's to like Kong Kong bows no wait sorry <laughs> she wasn't saying bows. Kong has no subjects <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they are all all dead. Kong is a false ruler. (laughs) Um. Christian, you are so right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And the movie has given us that already. It's just hiding in plain sight, much like the truth about Godzilla and the truth (laughs) about Titans and all of that. In my notes, I have written down an observation that I made. When they are first zooming across the landscape in the hollow earth and those cool spaceships following Kong along and he's bouncing and he's rolling, he's looking for his monkey room where he can find his big sword that he will stab into the ground and activate Godzilla's Bluetooth and whatever. Before that, he's just running and he runs over a bunch of crabs and those crabs like come out of the ground and they're like, click, click, click. And then those crabs start getting attacked by a different like Gila monster kind of guy. And as one of those crabs gets swooped up by that Gila monster kind of guy, it says in perfect English, oh no, <laughs> I promise. What? I'm not kidding. That cannot you, possibly you be true. Can Is that go, one of the humans watching that? No, you can go back okay. and watch. I mean, I'm exaggerating that it's in perfect English, but go back and watch that and and just say, oh, I wonder what they're saying. And if you listen, it just says like, oh no. It's like saying, oh no, because they vocalized and it goes like, oh no. I was like, wait, did it just say, oh no? And I went back and listened. I was like, yep, it did. It said, this is now, now I have a reason to rewatch this movie other than any other reason I was going to come up with. But now I have to like actively watch it. It's so funny. It made me laugh so hard because I hope that's true. Obviously, whoever the voice actor was that was doing the punch up of which was probably supposed to be what it said accidentally got too close to the idea of oh no and it sounds <laughs> way too similar to oh no than it should it's my favorite oh, thing so i think God. there is an anthropomorphic animal yeah, crab thing. people now crab, crab people. people are the, they're the ones yeah I love that's that. fun so that is that. fun you're absolutely right thank you Godzilla versus Kong. Honestly, that, there's a yeah. lot of ways you can fit in an anthropomorphic animal into this movie, and it would only be slightly sillier than the movie as it is. Yes. <laughs> That's a weirdly good point, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it wouldn't take much. They made a supercomputer out of a giant fucking oh monster's <laughs> but, fucking dead brain. <laughs> well, see, the key is we haven't been using glow sticks to make computers. <laughs> they figured it out. <laughs> or those, like, those, like, those tubes where when you swing them, it goes... Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> Which is the a scientific thing? name for those tubes. Those no, tubes dude, that when you I actually them. I actually wrote a stand-up bit about those tubes where I was like, you know those things that go like... Woo, woo, woo? 
the things that we can only call that because what the <laughs> fuck else are you gonna call them? Wait, like, is that the same as the ones that go ow? ow. Actually, no, that's what the bit was about. That's, it was about those. Okay. Ow. Ow. God damn it. Um, <laughs> those. Okay. What's computers uh, are made of? Yeah. Uh, let's do another context. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, interesting. How would this be different if it was made 20 years earlier? Oh shit! Okay, so we this have, in two thousand. This is the only time a movie has been made about a big lizard fighting a big monkey. So, right. so there's no reason to try to imagine if someone might have made a King Kong movie in two thousand one because it can't have happened somewhere well, close okay, to so that. But, but, but let's think about this. Within, yeah. <laughs> I think three years before this in ninety eight was when they did Matthew the Godzilla Broderick. the Matthew Broderick Godzilla movie. Mm. And was King Kong two thousand six? Five. Two thousand five. So only four years yep. after the, after there, this would yeah. have been would have been when then the Peter Jackson Kong comes out. Mm-hmm. So it's not physically impossible for there to have been <laughs> a Godzilla vs. Kong made Godzilla twenty years ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The the table was laid. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Kong would have been a lot smaller. Yeah. A lot smaller. Well, so was scale. Godzilla in the 98 version. That's true. That, he was the smallest version of Godzilla in the uh-huh. entire... Like, Yeah, I saw somebody did a size so comparison of, like, if you compared Godzilla to the size of the various buildings and stuff, yeah. he's actually, like, smaller than some of the buildings that in previous Godzilla movies he would have been, like, stomping on. Wow. Yeah. There was... Wild. There's actually... I think it was Godzilla 2000 that came out, and... Uh, opens with that Godzilla just full-on murdering the Godzilla from 1998 because it just wasn't actually Godzilla. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Holy shit. I didn't know that, but that's amazing. Yeah. That is awesome. Uh, <laughs> wow. So it could have been. And you know what's weird is I don't think any of the themes of this movie would have to be changed. Like... This I don't think this movie really says anything that movies weren't saying in 2000. Like it's not like we it's not like it's a hyper environmentally conscious movie in a way that 2000 wasn't as much. It's not like it's a hyper racially conscious movie. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think there's anything that this movie does that movies weren't doing. 20 yeah. years ago like the closest thing is that is the deaf girl and like the representation of her yeah, and the yeah. sign language and like probably be fewer women in the cast there would, be, I, oh, there I would almost certainly that's be fewer, right. yeah fewer the, the woman with sunglasses yeah. is a guy with sunglasses that's like a, eliza <laughs> gonzalez or isa gonzalez is yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Is it eliza or isa i can never remember isa there's no isa, isa. I, isa, I, was, isa uh, I was thrown off by that too this happens to me every time. <laughs> Isaac Gonzalez, Rebecca Hall, uh, the mm. deaf child, Although uh, Millie I, Bobby Brown. I think Rebecca Hall's j- played by Julianne Moore. Like that character existed Ooh. in 2000 cinema. Like that's true. The, that's the like true. compassionate yep. female scientist, like Jurassic Park. Yeah, she's. That, you know, like, I was gonna say she's similar to yeah. uh, to Jurassic Park's mm-hmm. um, Laura Dern. Oh my God! I mean, Laura I don't, Dern. I don't remember her. I cannot believe how I spaced on Laura Dern how for a second. Yeah. I know. I felt. I feel I think, deeply ashamed. I think mainly Kyle Chandler's kid would have been a son instead of a daughter probably yeah, that's a good point. or she would have been you're way right. more annoying like way yeah. more like whiny and like, <laughs> like nah, nah. instead of like i've got my own ideas of how to do things dad i have my own agency and it's not yeah, just yeah, like yeah. shitting on you it's my yeah. own ideas mm. and yeah they're dumb because i'm a teenager but like mm. <laughs> you know or if they had kept the gender mm-hmm. i think probably what the plot would have been was but i but i love godzilla and i feel things about him or something 
rather than mm-hmm. I have a compelling podcast reason to, to like. Oh no, go, no, no. You, you here's what, what it is. Here's, here's what the 2001 version of Millie Barbara Brown's character would be. Mm-hmm. She's an environmental activist. Okay, yeah. Uh, whose dad, Kyle Chandler, works for the government. Uh, mm-hmm. Who like knows what's really going on and she's just like a teenager so she's super naive she goes to like whatever with godzilla she gets trapped in a situation like a dangerous situation and kyle chandler has to go and like rescue her uh like Mm. she's a damsel in distress and then godzilla ends up saving her in some way and that's what makes kyle chandler realize that godzilla is cool um he is cool yeah, exactly. Godzilla's still cool. That's the good part. Is in two thousand one, Godzilla's still cool, baby. Well, because Godzilla's supposed to be the good guy. He's um, the good guy. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. Except in this movie, he's kind of an asshole the whole time. A little bit. He almost is like a little bit of a troll. Uh, here's, yeah. Here's a question about that, mm-hmm. and then we go back to what it would have been like in two thousand one. I think it kind of fits in. Godzilla is speculated to have attacked the Apex facility because he knows that they're making the Mecha Godzilla. How true do we think that is? Because that seems ridiculous to me. <laughs> that well, Godzilla they, like, they, saw they, somehow does, and was like, no, I'm going to attack he does, other bases of this facility. He does detect like radiation and stuff, and I think when, it, when he can detect that it's like a weapon-grade level, I think that... Okay. And I think he might have like a psychic be, connection yeah. to Ghidorah. That oh like I think, okay, I think that okay. that's what it was because they that, were using Ghidorah's sense. brain to upload mm. his consciousness into okay. the Mecha Godzilla, which is why the Mecha Godzilla was able to go rogue, yeah. which is insane. That was the Godzilla ghost part of it that I didn't understand. <laughs> yeah, the, the, this was a little go, literal ghost in the shell, but with yeah. Godzilla. <laughs> I did not understand what happened there, and I think oh, it. it was so I think it could have helped to know that Godzilla is like radiation sensitive. Maybe that was a throwaway line in this movie. I'm that not, I'm I don't not even remember. Sure well, but, he, uh, yeah, he, like he yeah. he recharges with radiation, so like he that does make sense. Yeah, makes sense. I don't think this movie ever said that, but no, it, no, but it's it makes in the sense one in previous. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I will I will give the movie the credit lore. for for that making sense within its own lore, just not to me because I hadn't seen other ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But okay, so the other Uh-oh. question I have about two thousand one mm-hmm. Godzilla. What does Brian Tyree Henry's character look like? Bernie Hayes podcaster. Who's he? Uh, so he's it, probably a late night AM radio host. Yep. Or mm, like mm, podcasting. You know, 2001, that could have been a blogger or like, or, like uh, a Matt Drudge type. That's true. Yeah. Um, if they were trying the same thing of let's make him hip. So he's a podcaster rather like than, he's got, like, than he's, maybe he he's got a, a super dangerous angel fire page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. Um, it's part of some really sketchy blog rings. Yeah, his, his fucking message boards. Oh, no. Like, yeah, that would have been his live journal was taken down yeah. to government agencies. So. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Godzilla versus yeah. Kong versus Zanga. Oh my God. <laughs> Ultimate showdown. Whoever wins, we win. <laughs> God damn it. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. So Julianne Moore, I think, is perfect casting, by the way. For that. Yeah, yes. right? Uh, for like, that that's scientist. just her character from The Lost World, just again in the King Kong movie. Yep. Actually, oh, that's probably why it wouldn't be her, though, because she already did. Mm, Wait, right. when was The Lost World? That was... 2003 2003 so it was actually after this Ooh. so so, so she she would have been replaced in the lost world by someone else who's Juliet right. who's the most Julianne Moore adjacent actor <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> is it a real Laura question? Dern's pretty close she's pretty adjacent yeah 
It's not too far off. Oh, wait, no, that. Jurassic Park 3 was 2001. Holy oh, shit. Wow. Well, there yeah. you go. Um, so, th- so Jurassic Park 3 didn't happen, and this movie did. Yep. Jurassic yeah. Park 3 was <laughs> just, King Kong like, is here now, Let's too. be honest. That's better for the world. Yeah. <laughs> I think everyone would agree that that's a better thing. Yeah. The movie yep. cover for that just looks like the words Jurassic Park 3, and then it's crossed out, and it just <laughs> says Kong. <laughs> We're doing this now. <laughs> yeah. The plot is that King Kong broke onto the set of Jurassic Park 3 and smashed it all up, and it was like, and then signed for like, we're making a movie about me. <laughs> Where's Denzel? I have and a ev- bone to pick with Denzel. <laughs> and everyone was like, cool. Hey, I've got shit on him. He speaks ASL and he wants us to do a movie about him. We'll do a movie about him. And that's the plot of King Kong from 2001. I what think if, that's really good. What if King Kong was just trying to extort Denzel? <laughs> Sorry. He's got so much shit on him, man. <laughs> and he insists, so, Denzel insists that King Kong doesn't have shit on him. But he knows deep he has down. so much shit on him. Like every couple so months, shit. he just tweets, King Kong don't have shit on me. <laughs> it's like, Denzel, what do you want? King Kong, he's getting his emails like, hey man, I got I got some webcam video of you watching porn. So you better pay me some money. It's like, you ain't got shit on me. <laughs> Amazing. Anyway, sorry. That was a digression. No, it's, it's like King Kong, cyber hacker. Um, <laughs> just has his readers on as he's typing. <laughs> <laughs> or he's got, or he's got those like those gunner glasses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Takes eye health seriously. <laughs> um, shit. Okay, okay. So what? What's some other casting mm-hmm. we could? Well, okay. So they would have to. They would of course do it in CGI because they can't help yep. themselves. Yep. Even in two thousand one, because mm-hmm. ninety eight, the Godzilla. No matter how shitty it looked and how many it people was, made fun of it, yeah, you're right. it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, would it be the ninety eight Godzilla? Or would they try and reboot oh, completely? Oh, I see. Because mm. yeah. the 98 Godzilla, while it made money, uh, was hated by a lot of people, and that's the reason there was never a sequel for it. Yeah. Well, that's maybe a good, it's that's a good question. Maybe it is the 98 Godzilla, and the point is we want to see Kong beat the shit out of him. Ooh, maybe. Yeah, it's like a, it's angle. like a Scrappy Doo phenomenon where like America <laughs> just want they want to see Godzilla fall, and they want their icon King Kong to take him down. And, yeah. that, and that's it's kind of a power fantasy for us. Oh, guys, you know what I just realized? Tell. <laughs> Godzilla versus Kong in 2001 in New York City would almost definitely oh, have a scene where they're fighting shit. on the World Trade Center. Oof. Yeah, it so we... really depends what month this movie comes out, huh? That's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, would it get really pulled from theaters? Like, oh, oh God. It, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> if it, no matter what that city is such it a was good in, point. actually. Yeah, no kidding. Because you right. can't have one of those without buildings falling down. Yeah. No. yeah. You, Godzilla cannot exist in a movie without knocking down a building. You're no, say, and King Kong can't yeah. exist in a movie without climbing up that, That's a good point. Yeah. yeah, that's iconically him. And in New York, especially. Yeah. Like, they would do the Empire State, but they would yeah. update it and be the World Trade Center. Oh, my God. No. Of course they would. Oh, of course they would, especially because one of them could climb either one and then fight on top. And Just the other one can knock down one tower into the other tower to knock <laughs> Kong off of it. And while jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams, Godzilla fuel does. <laughs> Godzilla fire could melt the shit out of those steel beams. It sure does. <laughs> wow. Wow. That uh, that is such a good point. And I feel like this year is going to be really good for this context. <laughs> because, <laughs> because we're going to think a lot about September uh, 9/11, Like every time it comes up uh-huh. this year. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a very very good point no but you know what that is that's interesting putting it in a different like if we did it 
just going to rewind all that business. Mm-hmm. Every movie that's made now that's supposed to take place in 2020 or 2021 mm-hmm. has to answer the question, what do we do about the pandemic? Do we pretend it didn't happen or do we mm-hmm. put everybody in masks? Like, what do we do? Do we just never set anything in this year and a half? Yeah. Like, do or do we, we just set it like, on another planet like this? Yeah. Movie does. Like, just get it, get it out of here. Exactly. Ha 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 Head tap, head tap. I think, I think nine eleven is similar. Like, if you put a movie around that time, you gotta think about it. And if you don't, that's irresponsible in and of itself. But yeah. Well, in the nineties were big for disaster movies in a way that I think the two thousands really weren't because after nine eleven a lot of American audiences mm-hmm. would see buildings falling down and there was like a genuine feeling of like we have to be super careful about this. Yeah. Like infrastructure falling down, you see people falling out of buildings and they started trying to depict it more as more frightening. More mm-hmm. Like, because in the 90s, you get, like, Independence Day, Mars Attacks even. You get, like, buildings getting oh, blown yeah. up and stuff in it's ways that are, just like, particles. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. so ludicrous looking. Yeah. And people survive these gigantic explosions that they almost certainly wouldn't. But it's because <laughs> they have plot armor on. Um, and they can destroy, like, entire halves of cities and no one really gets that hurt or we don't think about the human cost. Mm-hmm. Uh, after 2001, they couldn't really do that anymore. It, they have to at least account for the innocent people getting killed uh, because we've all seen what it looks like when a building of that size comes down Yep. and, and what happens. Um, so I think it would be even more somewhat over the top. I think obviously with, with time, it's gotten to be to the point where now we're like, disaster movies are coming back. Disaster movies have over the last 10 years come back. Uh, big action set pieces and obviously the Marvel series is known for destroying cities but they also have to reckon with that destruction Mm -hmm. in a way that they probably wouldn't have in the 90s Mm, Um, they probably just wouldn't have even come up they would have destroyed a bunch of buildings and then the next movie everything would have been fine and no one would have because they were set piece not part of life it's not the Mm -hmm. world it's Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. a thing it's a background Um, so on the one hand It'll probably be a lot sillier, even as silly as this movie is. They'll be yeah. like extra dumb about it. Uh huh. The the one thing that I think would change, mm. without a shadow of a doubt, is one of my favorite lines from this movie. Look, kid, doing some doing some computer stuff, trying to guess passwords, and his friend Bernie uh, is like, "Hey." What are you doing? Hey, he said you knew about this stuff, and the kid is like, "Yeah, I took an HTML course at summer camp." And Bernie's like, HTML? And then the kid's like, yeah, it's summer camp. And the and Bernie says, was it a 90s camp? <laughs> like, <laughs> and that just was such a good burn on this kid learning line? HTML. It was. I went back because I wanted really? to transcribe it. Because I remember him line. saying, like, when he was trying to hack something, and he's, what did he say? He said, like, like for, like, torrenting movies or something like that. That was, like it was a previous thing. He was like, I don't do oh. this. I only use this for pirating movies online. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. That was a different Because I was going to be like, well, then that, that doesn't transfer at all. Like, <laughs> no. Like, you literally no. have to know nothing about computers to do that. No, that was perfect. Yeah. yeah. No. Well, unless you got That line just has to change to <laughs> HTML. That's a great modern computer language. <laughs> and that's, HTML, and that's what's that? HTML. You're ahead of the curve, oh. kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that kid turns out to what be What section of the library is that in? Like some kind of weird techno, like techno babble, like all you kids with your internet. Yeah, show me, on the, show me in the Dewey Decimal System where HTML is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the stuff. Mm. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, like, okay, we've already determined... So I guess would... Who would be the male lead? Because there'd have to be a male lead because it's 2001. Um, and you can't have a Godzilla versus Kong movie where the lead character is a woman. Can't. In 2001, it's a very male-centric franchise. Probably yeah, still Kyle is. Chandler. Yeah. Who? Probably still Kyle Chandler. Hell yeah, dog. Kyle. He was in when, early when edition was, back then, I think. When yeah. was that show that he was on? Where early he edition? See, w- Friday Night Lights? That? No, yeah. uh, the one where he got the newspaper. next day's newspaper so yeah. he could like oh, stop yeah. crimes oh before God. they happened and stuff. Yeah, I don't edition. know. Early that edition, was nineteen ninety six, two thousand one. So he would have just been coming off that series. Wow. Yeah, this would have been his big movie transition. <laughs> yeah, baby. Huh. I'd watch that. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. I think the only way that it could be a female lead is if they were playing uh, intentionally, visually referencing the like iconic images of king kong carrying a woman yes away that's exactly what it would be like and but that woman would be cool now but you yep. know in a 2001 way which would probably mean that she just like had a gun in one scene and like shot it well even even know. in kong skull island you've got brie larson but tom hiddleston is really the lead of the movie mm-hmm. in most ways mm-hmm. i would say that's fair yeah. right yeah um he's the man of action sort of character <laughs> mm-hmm. um and that would have to be in this movie. It's kind of like Alexander Skarsgård, I guess. But it's hard to actually like say. Played is such a such like a nerd. That yeah, it's I really like that. I don't think there's a lead human character. Yes, like I there. Agree. You could make the argument that it's Rebecca Hall. You could make the argument that it's Skarsgård, but like it doesn't feel like either of them. No. Hall would be the closest, I think, just in terms of screen time. Yeah, or, and and honestly, in terms of like connection to all the other characters and emotional impact, like I think if there's a center of the human stories, it's her. But and she has the most knowledge about the history of these two creatures for true. some reason. Yeah. yeah, she just does, man. She's, Here's a question I have: Have they been to the Hollow Earth before? Kong and it's, no, the humans. It because sounded like the only every time they tried, people died. Yeah, no, I think the right. answer is okay. no. Yeah, because they've got that big tunnel, mm-hmm. and they've got all the machines. And they tried, to but they it. got squished. They they covered okay. that. The guy said Scar- he was like, "Yeah, no, no, my brother tried that. to go in, but he died because he got squished." But I was just like, "How do they know like this is going to work this time? Like it's right. so crazy." Well, and that's Alexander Skarsgård the whole time. He's like, "Well, wait, do you see what comes next?" You're just like, "How do you know? <laughs> How do you know? You've never yeah. been here." He doesn't. That's the whole point. Is you're trusting that King Kong knows, and you right. don't. That was the whole yeah. point of getting yeah. him and but he's helicoptering like he's him across the winter wastelands. <laughs> is that you have no idea what's coming, and you're trusting this monkey to lead, and he did. He did all of that. Job. All of that was worth it for the Sistine Chapel moment. <laughs> Uh, between King uh, Kong and a mountain. It's incredible. Mm, mm. That That's art right there. Yeah. That's um, art right there, baby. It's art, baby. Uh, 2001 Godzilla vs. Kong probably wouldn't be art. Might make some money, though. Yeah. Yeah, probably do okay. I'd buy it. You guys want to go to another concept? I want to go. <clears throat> Excuse me. Would you guys like to move on to another context? Why, yes, Christian. Yes. I would very much deeply like to do that. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. This one, this movie is, I think, perfect for this context. This is, <sighs> this is record scratch moments. There are <laughs> so many great record scratch moments in this movie. Oh no! Uh, 
And it starts early. And I think the first big one is when Kong throws the tree into the sky and, like, mm. that fucking panel falls out. And it's like he's in a fucking simulated mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. island. Now, do we want to define real quick what we mean by Redcourt Scratch Moments? Because we, we ran into this problem before that mm. we didn't really... <laughs> That's a very thing. good point. Okay. So I can think of two particular definitions of Record Scratch Moments. One are moments that, like, that you go, like, hold up. What? Uh, and the other one, which I think was the original idea for the context, was uh, it's like at in the start res. of a movie. It's like an in-media res opening yep. to a movie where then it pauses and he goes, you might be wondering how I got here. That's that's exactly what I think that it means. But we, okay. can, we can do both if we want to do like five minutes of one and then five minutes of another because there are plenty yeah. of both in this movie. Okay. So let's start with like what what would be the good cold open for the movie as, in terms of like an in media res moment mm. in the movie that would lead the audience to be like what okay like, yeah what what would what would the the best version of that in this movie be hmm. oh let's see I think <laughs> it's Godzilla fighting his way around and then he starts lighting up and he looks down at the ground for some dang reason. <laughs> And he starts shooting into the middle of the ground, <laughs> and then it goes, and then Godzilla looks up and he's like, "I bet you're wondering how I got into this situation." Voice by Cookie Monster himself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that is my offering to you as a pretty good. That's good. What the hell is going on here, and why? How are we going to explain why Godzilla is just shooting the ground with his laser breath? I like that one. I like the idea of that spot especially, but what I would end it with is like he blows the hole and then as the dust settles, you see Kong's face and it's like, oh shit, Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah, you see it down there. You see it like you yeah, look like, all the way down, down the hole, all the way on the other side of the Because they look at each other. They make they, eye contact. They, do. Yeah. they look through the hole, baby. Oh, Amazing. Man. I love that. Okay, that's good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, could be uh the first time in the okay so you know at the end of the movie before godzilla gets back up to help fight mecha godzilla when like mm. he's down for the count and it looks like it's it's over for him yeah he done like right at that moment where he's down for the count and like and drops and like mm. oh shit does kong die in this movie i don't know let's start from the beginning <laughs> that's good yeah. yeah that's a good tease that's a good tease yeah. good? and, and what kong i like lose? Does he lose? I like in that in that moment. You you zoom. It's a slow zoom. Very sad. Very still. Not much. Not much uh, audio going on. And then it stops. And it, Godzilla turns to the camera and says, "Oh, does Kong die in this movie? Find <laughs> out." <laughs> so every version of this start. has to end with Godzilla looking specifically <laughs> yeah. Godzilla yeah. and talking to. Yeah, <laughs> talking yeah to I the agree. Audience. I think you're absolutely right, Christian. It does need to do that. Oh, yeah, Christian, this is Christian, my idea. Yeah, that was a good idea, Christian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great thanks. idea, Christian. Oh, thanks, guys. Thanks, <laughs> thanks. Uh, <laughs> it's funny because some of the stuff that would be the most... the most actually impressive or shocking is, like, the little girl interacting with giant King Kong. But I yeah. don't think those are particularly cinematically good as an opening because like if i walk out if i walk outside and i saw that i'd be like oh no record scratching myself right now (laughs) but for this movie in particular those aren't actually that good because they don't present as many questions like Mm -hmm. godzilla blasting into the middle of the zone or 
King Kong being dead. Not, yeah. Here's one. Okay. When King Kong (laughs) leaps in such a way where it looks like he's about to, like, just stop, and then he just keeps going, and it's like, what? What? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, no, no. Just the complete physics confusion. (laughs) Here we go. King Kong is in the hollow earth. He's running around. He fights that big flying guy. He rips his head off, drink the blood, puts it down, and it looks into the camera and says, Mmm, <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> and then Godzilla pops down from <laughs> No, he doesn't. But I, I do like the opening just being Kong running around on hollow earth for some dang reason. Because that yeah. stuff is all so weird looking. Yeah. Like, Oh. The Sistine Chapel shot could be the record sketch moment. Yeah, <laughs> I just I can't get over it. It's so audacious, yeah. and I love it so. <laughs> it's like how many other movies have that that kind of moment? Like how often does the Sistine Chapel like thing? Because it's so cliche, yeah. but also like it's it circles back around to being incredible. Yeah, it's like <laughs> like a bad example is like Zack Snyder having. Uh, uh, Superman and Man of Steel like go above the earth and like do the Christ pose and then yes yep yeah at least this Not one it's good. it's a giant monkey yep. and a mountain shaped like a hand oh. yeah I wanted him I wanted King Kong to Christ pose a little bit more than he did that was a big letdown for me yeah yeah because to me he was the Jesus figure of this movie yeah. That's honestly yeah. honestly he's the closest to a Christ figure I think this movie has yeah, yeah. I think you're absolutely which right. is weird yeah. Uh, it's more Christian to- than Simon in Lord of the Flies. Fuck that book. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, to round out this half of the conversation, I do think yes. it's worth mentioning that the, the best record scratch moment for this movie is the one employed by this movie, where Kong wakes up, Homer Simpson style, mm-hmm. and then makes a javelin. And we're like, wait, what's he doing? Like, what's what's he up to? Like, is he, he gonna, just is it a toothpick? It. Is he gonna get in a fight? Like, what's gonna happen? And then he just chucks it, and we're like, what's he? Was he gonna kill a cloud? Who's this guy? And then it busts through his Truman Show shell, and ba bam, he's in Fiji, baby, and we're watching the movie. It was amazing. I I really uh, liked that. And they that literally was genuinely did, a moment where I was did. like, oh, okay, I'm locked yeah. into what this movie is yeah. doing now because what? Yeah, it captured, what? It got me. Even uh, though it really didn't like matter a ton, it was a good no. use of that record scratch technique to get me into it. No, and I'm already forgetting why it was why he was in that containment yeah, facility. Who knows? It, I know they were protecting him from Godzilla. From Godzilla, I guess. I think yeah. that was. I think that was it. Yeah, that was the only reason. <laughs> that was it. Well, because because the island had been hit by a tsunami, and all the villagers that were like in in the movie oh, yeah, Skull got, Island, got, I forgot about they were that. killed, and You're so right, he had like no. Yeah, I don't know. He had no friends except for little Gia. Except the little girl. Yeah. Aw, little baby. Yeah. Little baby. Um, okay. But now. I think those are all good options. Now let's just talk about fucking insane moments that <laughs> would, like, make a person pause the movie and scratch their records. Uh-huh. <sighs> it's so it's so weird to try to, th- like, every one of them. I mean, this movie is just chock-a-block, chock-a-block full of them. The, the people in this movie barely make sense and so it's hard to pick out a moment in this movie to go like mm-hmm. oh yeah that's where people act weird or are in a weird situation <laughs> it's like of course it's just it's just it's all the time but not quite enough 
that any stand out to me in particular. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, obviously, when Mechagodzilla shows up, it's like, what? <laughs> uh, that's a pretty great moment. Um, yeah, just the idea of Mechagodzilla, pretty fun. Pretty oh cool. My God. Yeah, that's that's not bad. They go into the little sacrifice zone where they, where Mechagodzilla trains and kills those things. And uh, and we see the enemy come out, and then maybe we hear Mechagodzilla, but we don't see him yet. And then it record scratches, and it's like, I bet you're wondering how I got into this trash pit. And then it somehow goes to an episode of his podcast, because Bernie is the one that's saying it. And then it like cuts to an episode of his podcast that's about Titans in some way. There's a way to work it in. Oh, sure. It could work. Okay. Uh, yeah, I can get behind that. Uh, maybe mm, no, that doesn't work either. I was thinking Bernie when he's trying to do the hacking thing when he's in that Apex Lab and he's talking to that security guard and he's trying to get him to leave by saying all that weird stuff about his hand sanitizer. Oh, <laughs> like I love all, that. All that was very funny, and I think that's like an example. But that would have had to be happening later in the movie to be a true record scratch. Because again, yeah. that's at the beginning it's when we are wondering why he got into that and we don't know yet what i kind of loved about that moment is like and then like retroactively retroactively was kind of confused by is i thought that they were setting it up that he does all that crazy stuff and it gets the guy to leave the room yeah. and it turns out haha that was his plan all along all right. along was to make this guy uncomfortable so he would leave yeah and so he could like hack the shit yeah but like then he just is as crazy as he pretended to be in that scene because he like drinks bleach and shit. Like yeah. it's not that that was like a ploy to get someone right. to leave him alone. Right. It's just it, that he's that weird. It what like it's it was him leaning into the fact that he already is that way. The twist yeah. was that he was doing it so that that guy would leave, but also just because he's that guy. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, just, that just, that is interesting. It's really hmm. funny, huh? Oh. Uh, when the guy oh. takes the $10 bill out of his hand, that's a record scratch moment. <laughs> I'm, and he turns to the camera and he says, I bet you're wondering how I got this $10 bill. Oh, he's not played by Cookie Monster? No, only Godzilla is played by Cookie Monster. I'm sorry. Obviously. Godzilla what if de- Godzilla like took the $10 Monster. bill, though? Godzilla wants that $10 bill. That's probably what he really yeah. wants, why he's burning Sell down the all factories. He's looking for $10. Yeah, just for those hammies, man. Yeah. Sweet, sweet hammies. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys want to do it in other context? Yeah. Yeah, dog. Make it a musical. We're going to make Godzilla vs. Kong into a musical. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we sure mm-hmm. fucking are. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. This movie had some interesting needle drops. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I think Blue Orchid was in there. Um, boy. Yeah. Yeah, what's the song that opens with Kong just like chilling before he throws oh, the fuck, I can't remember but it was really good it was funny that they used it shit it's like what if he was singing that <laughs> <laughs> okay just here's okay. okay this is the question we have to answer first okay. are Kong and Godzilla yep. going to be singing any yes. of these songs yes they are okay. yes but but mm. only in like grunts and groans in, in bubbles what, what was the word you just said grunts and groans yeah, oh wow, that would be amazing. <laughs> but but it's like fully scored and yeah. and the rest of the characters sing as well and then Godzilla goes 
like, oh, that's it's a performance is, piece. It's all done through blocking. The yep, communication exactly, is through the blocking. Exactly. It's blocking. It's, 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 it's cinematography. It's amazing. I think <laughs> I think they can, but I think it's kind of like a Calvin and Hobbes effect. Like they only sing for us, the audience. Mm-hmm. They don't mm-hmm. actually sing, but we get the musical magic is that we get to see what they're feeling and thinking through song. And then we zoom yeah. back into the reality in which they do not speak or sing. It's like that musical number um, that Sally Hawkins does in The Shape of Water. Yeah. Precisely. Uh, <laughs> I think it is exactly like that. Nice. In fact, I think they should recreate that exact scene <laughs> with Godzilla and Kong. With Godzilla and Kong, exactly. Not yeah. Doing that dance. And, yep, doing that dance. I want Rebecca Hall to have a dream. Mm-hmm where it's black and white you got kong on one side godzilla on the other they start fucking dancing yeah they have they both have like some ill-fitting tuxes on and little top hats (laughs) absolutely yay and then all of a sudden there's 30 godzillas and they're all doing kicks and then they jump into the pool oh chorus line this is incredible this is great uh what kind of music are we thinking do we want to go like classic big broadway musical (laughs) i mean that's kind of go like more modern, like Rocky kind of musical. Do we want to go Hamilton style hip hop? <laughs> oh God, no, I don't. <laughs> no offense to uh, Hamilton. Hamilton's great, but I don't think this movie needs that. No, I don't know if it would go very well. I'm I'm imagining that the first song in this movie is called "I'm Busting Out" and it's by King Kong. I actually think all the songs in this movie are sung by King Kong or Godzilla. <laughs> I think no one sings but them. So in this reality, not only only do the monsters have their own, like, entire ecosystem, they also have uh, the ability to break out into song that only they can hear and see and do, and the humans have no fucking way to know. Precisely. It's like whale song, but it's yeah. it's actual song. But it's a, it's like really catchy bangers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that song, I'm coming out, but it's I'm busting out. Yeah. Yeah. The world I'm busting out. Could be good. Could be good. I'd watch it. I think King Kong does a lot of snapping in his numbers. Oh, because he's got the uh, thumbs. Yeah, because he's, he's got, got thumbs. thumbs. Yeah, and I think Godzilla point. maybe yeah. takes that as an affront. That's right? why they're fighting. Exactly. Oh, my God. King Kong's <laughs> like, hey, bud, what's up? Nice day out <laughs> trying here. trying to do a Jetson Sharks uh, like yeah. West Side Story thing, and Godzilla exactly. can't fucking snap. <laughs> he gets pissed off. <laughs> Just blast him with his little Godzilla breath. <laughs> yeah, it's not only a musical. It references other musicals like West Side Story. And yeah. Kong starts doing the Jetson Sharks snap, and it's like, uh-oh, what's up? It's me, West Side Story. I don't remember how that song goes. And Godzilla starts to try to do it too, but he can't. And King Kong starts laughing, and then they fight. I think. So it's almost like a musical parody. It's it's both of of like other music. Yeah, I think I think that's the way to do it because Mm -hmm. I it would be very very hard, not impossible, but very very hard to get musical theater fans on board for a movie musical. Yeah, it was King Kong and Godzilla singing, but not any people. (laughs) And I think one step towards it being just a funny idea in a uh, maybe more almost like a Matt and Trey Parker kind of kind of way. Is that their names? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Almost in that kind of musical way where it's like, this is funny. This is supposed to be funny, 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 funny. Uh, so laugh. Yeah, laugh. The songs will be catchy. The songs will be cool. But like it, 
it will be a little bit referential to the rest of musical yeah. theater in we're, a fun way. Yeah, we're uh, we're just kind of borrowing from the movie itself, where instead of making just a fully serious monsters fighting each other movie, they made it kind of silly, mm-hmm. which made it better. Mm-hmm. Exactly. What if? <clears throat> what if? What if the Hollow Earth mm-hmm. is an entire realm? That is constantly in song. Yes. Yes. 100%. It's like Wizard of Oz. That tunnel that the humans made in order to try and go into the Hollow Earth has caused some of that music to seep out Mm -hmm. into the world. Uh And then when Godzilla blasts that hole down into the Hollow Earth to get to Kong, it just like comes spurting out. So much music is released. Yep. Or if there's like a heavy wind, it's like one of those little tuning things that somebody blows into. And then everybody's like, uh, everybody just pitches with it and then starts singing. Exactly. Exactly. That's how they represent it. It's like, it's like the happening. It's the wind. Um, uh, but it's a oh, musical. No. That's good. That's good. Uh, and that's what encourages them to like, to come together to fight Mechagodzilla because Mechagodzilla can't hear the music. Mechagodzilla can't sing. Ooh. So there's all this music happening, and it, then King Kong and Godzilla realize, oh, this is our, this is a thing we share, but this fucker can't do it. Yep, because music comes from the heart, and he doesn't have one. He of those. doesn't have one. Here's the angle. What's Mecha the angle? Godzilla does have music, mm. but Mecha Godzilla has dubstep. Yeah. <laughs> so he doesn't have music. Exactly. <laughs> I think that's the <laughs> argument that this movie makes, and it does not pull punches. It is the thesis of Kong. What is this movie called? Godzilla versus Kong? That's what it's called? Correct. I can never yes. remember. There's so it many... is weird how many times you have, I have said, said that King the movie is Kong. just called Kong. Or Kong or Godzilla. Like I know this one's called Godzilla versus Kong, but I forgot right. that we were trying to do this movie in 2001. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, that was the context. The, Sorry. The the thesis, that was the old context. The thesis yeah. of this movie, if I it's just... a musical, is dubstep isn't music and we need to kill it. <laughs> <laughs> and we need to get back to how music used to be. Like I think yeah. I think that's the whole idea. And I think Mecha Godzilla comes out with DJ headphones on. He's raving it up. He's got all the sort of a like RGB computer gamer effects where like his body's <laughs> glowing to the beat and he's like playing League of Legends while also playing Fortnite while also destroying New York and or Hong Kong, I think they were whatever wherever they were. And you know, cities. And they have to kill him because of that, because he's a disgrace to music, not because yeah. he's evil in some other way, but because his music <laughs> yeah. taste just sucks so much. And they have to. Well, kill and him. like if you if we're doing the Hollow Earth is musical land kind of thing, yeah. then maybe like dubstep is like pollution that is yeah. like poisoning, yes. poisoning the air in the Hollow Earth, <laughs> and and so they need to take him down. Yeah. And so so what do you think? Do you think uh, do you think Kong is more of a Beatles and Godzilla is more of a Rolling Stones? Ooh. I think those I, are the only two types of music. Those are the only two types that's of music. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Uh, I think I think I think Godzilla's like a Pink Floyd. Godzilla's Pink Floyd. Yeah. I think yeah, Godzilla and, represents uh, a kind of psychedelic 70s rock. That's true. And uh, King Kong is classic Big Bang or Big Band, not Big. I bang. think classic <laughs> Big Bang. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's a real classic Big Bang. He if, sure you, is. if you catch my drift. Oh yeah. But uh, I think Big Band. I mean, that could also yeah. be because of when the original King Kong came out. But but I think that's fair. I, and it's a really easy genre of music to incorporate in a musical. So that's I think that what works a lot really of Broadway musicals use really well. Exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Wow. 
Oh no. This <laughs> is the thing that we have designed has yeah. so many moving parts. <laughs> like, yeah. This, this just became as, as many such moving a parts as the movie already has. Oh. We just l- added like yeah. five layers we didn't on top of it. Change anything about it. We just added <laughs> no. things to it. Yeah. <laughs> the human parts are all the same. <laughs> all yep. exactly the same. There's just this <laughs> internal have life. No idea about no any idea. of this musical stuff. It's it doesn't so affect them at all. No. It's only the monsters. It's for us. <laughs> The audience, we get to love. And so they like see them singing at each other, and they're like, they're communicating oh, they're somehow. Fighting. We have to turn off <laughs> our engines. But the reason they had to turn off their engines is because they were bothering Godzilla's cool Pink Floyd jams, not because <laughs> they were threatening him. They had to turn off the engines because they were too loud, and he couldn't listen to his music. That's was, why he was, was out of line. out of tune with his tunes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. so sad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is a really good. And they he he and uh. Godzilla and Kong are beefing because Godzilla's trying to get Kong into fish and Kong just wasn't having it. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I kind of get it with the Grateful Dead, but fish is where you lose me. Sorry, um, man. We're going to fight about this? And then that's, oh, yeah, we're going to fight. And then the, cre- then, like, the title of the movie comes out. <laughs> or it's, it's, that, it's that one SNL sketch about the two guys fighting about Weezer, uh, <laughs> which I actually was thinking about today. <laughs> um, uh, anyway... Uh, yeah, I I think this would also be maybe the most definitive version of a movie musical that could not possibly be adapted for the stage. But they would definitely try, and they it would, would lose a lot of money. Yeah, you're you're very right. It could Lion King style, maybe. Like they could try big puppet. That'd be cool. Oh, they could. Oh, they could try. Oh, they could they try. Could. Man, I love a big. They puppet. would it's so cool. Try. I do like big puppets. I yeah. love big puppets. I can't lie. No. <laughs> You sure I cannot lie about buy. liking big puppets. <laughs> well, <laughs> hey guys, we did it. We talked about we yeah. talked about Godzilla versus Kong. Congratulations! Oh we did my the goodness. we did the work of titans today. <laughs> we drew. We took on the titanic task of talking about this 2021 m- movie. Dang it! <laughs> I couldn't think of it. <laughs> oh man. Uh, through four various contexts, we did. Uh, what did we do? We did. Uh, uh, we put in scratch moments. Anthropomorphic animals. <laughs> right, we did movie. the anthropomorphic. Yeah. We made this movie in two thousand one. Yes, and then we made it a musical. Oh wow, we actually got it. Oh wow, wow. I'm glad <laughs> you guys had those because I really could only remember like two. <laughs> hey, you know, as long as we all remember two, then we remember two we didn't even do because there's six altogether. Makes sense. Two different. Yeah, as long yeah. as we remember two it. different ones, you're saying. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah, I thought about it. <laughs> Matt <laughs> oh, checks I'm out, baby. Hollow Earth. <laughs> think about it. <laughs> That's what the thesis statement of this movie is. Yeah. <laughs> Hollow Earth. Think about it. Hey, just think. Of, you know what? I will say. I got to put this out there. This movie validates conspiracy theorists in a way that made me a little bit uncomfortable yes it, it was it, funny, i was waiting for the turn but yep, yeah i was like really no can. they're just sort of saying that this guy is right about everything a yeah. little bit yeah oh that's the fluoride the fluoride and water yeah. thing really bugged me yeah. really bugged me yeah 
because they really those shit. are the heroes that were right about the Godzilla stuff, and they yeah. don't ever now, come around to being wrong about all of the other stuff that they, they do show them being kind of like dumb and bumbling sometimes, or like mm-hmm. overthinking some things that like the straight man character who yeah. is played by why do I always forget his name Denison something Denison Julian Denison yeah Julian oh, the, the, oh yeah 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 Julian yeah, Denison yeah, yeah. like he he's like basically pointing out like you guys are fucking crazy that's very true constantly and then the things that they're right about are like kind of tangential to them being right they like stumble upon the right thing well that's what's so Uh, weird about all those characters is they don't like do things yeah in the movie they just see them so that we can see them they are the lenses they don't do things they're the audience surrogates yeah exactly and so, yeah. and it just, it kind of, I was like, dang, you know what? It's too bad that like the movie just kind of platformed it and then just let it sit there. <laughs> like that was kind of too bad to me. I don't yeah. know why it didn't occur to me until I'm looking at the cast list just now that the villain was Damien Bashir, mm-hmm. uh, who I would be able to tell you what else I know him from, but yeah, would you? literally clicking on it doesn't work on my phone. Hmm. So that's fucking cool. By the way, I really like that we've done two Julian Dennison movies this year. Yeah, I without know. really meaning to. I didn't even know more. he was going to be in this. Yeah, he's the best. Absolutely. Kid's fucking killing it. He um, is. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, we only have time left for a few things. David, did you have anything you'd like to plug? Yeah, dude. Hypotheticast, it's a show. I'm on it. There's two other people on it, too. And we make it every single week just for you. We just got finished. Just for me? Just for Christian. Actually, yeah. If you want to sign up for the non-Christian cut, you can. But it's like way <laughs> the non-Christian worse. Non-Christian cut. It's, it's not as... Cast. The secular cut, if you will. It's, <laughs> um, it's not as funny, and it's not as good, and it's not as long, and uh, it doesn't make sense. But you can, mm-hmm. if you want, go to hypotheticast.club. You can find all our episodes there. The non-Christian versions, at least. Right. If you want right. the if you want the holy version, well, you got to pay <laughs> up, baby. <laughs> The ones, the ones, just deeply rooted in biblical fact. <laughs> Absolutely, so many angels that we that we can all agree on. <laughs> it's a true book, and we all read it, and we all love it. Uh, any 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 updates on uh, if the Fable Forge is coming back at all? Yeah, we are. Uh, we are working on season three right now. We had multiple pivots because of multiple pandemics and mm-hmm. events and uh you know it's been a whole year for everyone and our cast yeah, has seriously. been in a little bit of flux but we are doing it and we're actually almost done recording season three and we'll start producing nice. it soon wow. so like within this year you should see some so the fable forge i don't know go subscribe to it now so that when it drops you won't be sad yeah, fantastic so you're yeah, missing excellent. out fomo baby yeah that's that's <laughs> david that's your that's your lovely D podcast it is lovely and it is D. And it is a podcast. Right. However, this season we are not playing D anD D in particular. We are playing a system called Iron Sworn. Iron Sworn. Iron Sworn. It's not I'm a pirate. Iron Sworn. Ah oh, man. Sowie. I'm out. Just kidding. I'm in. Congrats. Oh. <laughs> uh, Matthew, do you have anything you would like to plug? Uh, no. <laughs> um, but, uh. A bit of pop culture that I would like to pass off or recommend is actually something I haven't watched in its entirety before, but I'm really excited to actually dive in. But the uh, Tartakovsky uh, Clone Wars animated series finally dropped on Disney Plus, and I've only seen clips of it, but they're 
they fucking rule. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched, I think, the Kit Fisto clip a while back, and it's just insane. Um, so yeah, if you want some like Samurai Jack style like Jedi battles and crap and just insane visuals and everything, uh, check out Tartakovsky's Clone Wars on Disney Plus. Awesome. Very cool. Yeah, Christian, how about you? Thanks, bud. Uh, well, my best of 2020 playlist is still up on Spotify. My 2021 playlist is moving along at a good clip. Several new albums came out in the last couple of weeks that are definitely worth checking out. I can't think of any of them off the top of my head right now, though, so you're just going to have to figure it out for yourselves. Uh, fend for <laughs> yourselves. The wilderness is, you know, it's a dark and terrifying place, and sometimes there are monsters. Um, all right, folks. Well, thank you for tuning in. That leaves us with just one thing we have to do, and it's the same thing we have to do every week. It's our burden to bear. It's uh, it's the task given to us by our ancient ancestors who fought in a great war so that we could be here today so that I could ask this question, which is, David, do you have any final thoughts you would like to leave us with? What if the festive campaign ate the white? <laughs> Thank you for listening to Contextual Deviance. You can find more information about us online at our website, contextualdeviance.wordpress.com. You can tweet at us at textdeviance. You can email us at contextualdeviance at gmail.com. Thanks to Minneapolis's own The Badman for the use of their song Gun Tonic off the album Ain't Clean. This has been Contextual Deviance. My name is Christian Hagen, and have a nice day. Have a nice day!